0: Blob Radio Souls on all levels and in all dimensions are on their own evolutionary journey. There is no end point, no specified timing, and no losers. Every soul goes through their own unique experiences, yet we all have much in common. The Ooh. higher self's evolutionary perspective, then, builds bridges of understanding. Let's move the focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. Well, hey guys, (laughs) it's Wednesday and I'm back. For those of you who see my videos on YouTube, I do apologize because they don't go up very timely, but they will always go up. And I do video each show that I do. For those of you on blog talk, the podcast listeners. I'm certainly on there, but we've had problems, of course, as you know. But anyway, I will be continuing the show throughout the summer. Occasionally, I won't be on if I'm traveling, but most of the time I'll be around. I wish you all a wonderful summer. Hope you all had a great holiday weekend. And let's get to the show. Okay. Now, today I want to talk about body image. And Body image is actually a huge kind of issue. We've had problems with our body image in almost every life. We might think it's just this life because here we are in the days of Hollywood glamour. We have the internet, social media, and all the magazines and everything else that are photoshopped and, and doctored, and we might feel that it's just to do with this society, just to do with now. But body image is a very, very, very old condition in the human kingdom. It's virtually everywhere. And the problem is that every society, every culture, for the most part, have ideals. They have standards of beauty or what should be, if you have status or you are accepted. And let me give you an example. I think most of you have heard about the Chinese foot binding. Well, it started apparently back in the 1200s or 1100s or something, really a long time ago. Various things that happened historically. And I guess they started to try to stop it somewhere in the 1800s. And then it wasn't until the late 1900s, early to um, late 1900s late 1800s, early 1900s, that it was really beginning to be wiped out. And now there's only a few very elderly women that still have um, show the evidence of foot binding. But foot binding was a big standard of beauty, a standard of status, that at one point, 60 to 70% of all women in China, whatever walk of life you were, had it. It was just such a important part of the look to have those small feet and i read somewhere that about a hundred percent of the, the women from the higher status had it so that's but one one small example there are examples in every society every culture and if you don't meet that standard if you're an individual then somehow you're considered less than and there's just so much effort put in to in our society and even in those societies to be to be able to meet those standards and there was you know fancy hairstyles fancy jewelry there was something called scarring or cicatrization where you would scar your skin to have in some cultures it was um, a sign of beauty there are just many 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 of course in our our society we have lots of dieting we have Gyms, we have all sorts of things to bring the body up to the standard. Now, we all have had, not just in this life, but in many lives, instances where we didn't meet those standards. And we had, com- we compared ourselves to those standards and we felt less than, we were, we felt shamed even. We were sometimes ostracized or expelled from the community either even. The, the problem with body image is huge in many, many societies. The good news in this society is that people are really starting to get behind the message of, it isn't about how you look that defines who you are as a person, it's about who you are. And so there, that message is getting out there more and more and more, and that is such a great thing. But I want you to understand because of the the historical, the human condition where body image was so important. You know, think about bustles and corsets that women had to wear so that they have the tiny waist, you know, and the you know the extended bottom and all of that. We. <laughs> we've seen it in every society every culture where there is this reach for some ideal and so we even if we are okay with who we are at the body image level in this life or we're moving that way i don't want you guys to forget that we still carry the all that we felt and experienced in the prior lives the shame the despair, the, the comparisons where we denigrated ourselves, the self-loathing even, there were times in all of our lives where we did not meet those standards. We did not match the beauty, uh, the, the beauty, uh, the signs that were people, or the things that the people thought were beautiful, whether it was the hairstyle or the body shape or the height, or maybe even the skin color, could have been Anything, The nails, <laughs> the long nails. I don't know. Every society, every culture has their shtick, okay? So, but the point is, not to make light of it, but the point of it is that we've all come into this life with a tremendous amount of trouble accepting ourselves for who we are at the body level. Maybe we're too heavy. Maybe the shape of our body is a little bit pear-shaped or apple-shaped or You know, we have double chins or we have uh, some, maybe we're the wrong color. Our hair isn't, you know, long and blonde. I mean, (laughs) I help my hair to be blonde, but I don't wear it long. But you know what I mean, that there are all these standards that we, we don't meet. Maybe we don't have full enough lips or the right shape of the eyebrow. In this day and age, we have all sorts of help. For, for many, in, in not necessarily all around the globe, but for many around the globe. And, but, and there, was, there was help in these other societies too, but we carry into this life all the energetics, the shame or the despair or the agony or the hurt when we've been criticized for how we look. And so I wanna really talk about a, a one, one example. It is a very extreme example and just, I want to bring it home because it is important to understand that we carry things from prior lives. We absolutely do. So even in this life, as we're beginning to accept our bodies for the way they are, our body image, it is important not to forget that we still carry the energetics from the past. And so at the end of the show, I'm going to do a, a short healing. I'm starting to do that kind of almost every week short doesn't mean ineffective i want you to understand it doesn't mean ineffective it just simply means short i can work on myself for two or three minutes sometimes and i get a real benefit anything that you do in the time that you do it in is neutralized it's disarmed it can't come back to haunt you it is absorbed into your light so anything you do takes off a layer or three or eight or eighteen So it's all good. So I don't want you to think, hey, it's so short. No biggie. It's not going to help me. No. And with the energies the way they are now, we get a lot of help even just for short healing. So I'll be doing one on body image at the end of the show. Okay. Now let me give you this example. I had a meetup group a few weeks and it was a healing meetup group. And I think I've about it on the show because I give a lot of examples of lives that I, I get <clears throat> from them, not all of them, but there was a, a, a gentleman that was here, his name is Joe, and it's not his real name, but <laughs> his name, okay, I don't know what that is, okay, that's some sort of, um... uh, I'm sorry trying to turn my phone off but I can't it doesn't seem to want to go off. Okay. Um so he was here and the healing group depending on how many people they are instead of just healing one person at a time I'll go around and I think I've mentioned this I go around to each person and do a short bit on them and then I go around a second time sometimes a third and I go a little deeper a little deeper. Well, Joe he had actually two issues he wanted to work on. One was really important to him, and the other one was an afterthought, oh, by the way, I want you to work on my back if you, you, know, if you have time, if it comes up, because the first one, which I have no memory of right now, I don't know what it was, but the first one was the one that was most important. So I go around, came around, and on the first one, the first time around, it was the first issue that he brought, brought here. So when I went around again, because the back was secondary for him, I was expecting some deeper layers of the first issue. Well, to my surprise, it was back related. And here's what it was. I saw him with a lump on his back. You know, my eyes are shut and I'm seeing images that are presented to me by him at the soul level or by his higher self and it's presented to me and I see him as a man with a big lump or hump on his back it's sort of mid back up to lower shoulders on the right side big like like a big melon or a a small watermelon and I'm the higher selves are giving me the information I'm like wait a minute wait a minute slow down here because it was so different and nothing you could make up uh, really and so eventually I realized what I was getting was accurate and it, what it was was he was a conjoined twin however the twin his twin had died in this particular lifetime in the womb toward the end of the gestation period I, don't, I didn't know exactly but when he was born he had the conjoined twin still attached uh, at the back And it was in a very old Middle Ages or Dark Ages society. I don't believe it was on this planet. Uh, I'm not for sure, but it was very old and this life. And the problem was that there there was tissue involved and there was, you know, blood vessels and stuff. So as he grew, the lump got bigger, too. It didn't just, you know, he didn't grow and then the lump stayed like, you know, the size of a peach or something. It just kept growing. And in that day and age, there were no medical doctors. Nobody knew what it was. And they considered him a freak, a monster. And very early age, his parents were ashamed because, you know, it was like they he had the curse of something on him. Somebody had cursed him or put a spell or, you know. He was the spawn of the devil or something. I mean, I don't know. I didn't get anything specific from that particular culture, but it was along those lines. And that child was so shamed, so shunned, so mistreated, treated like a monster. People were literally, some people were literally afraid of him. And he eventually, at a very young age, his family put him into a freak show. You know, like the old side shows they used to have in the circus where there were bearded ladies and, you know, people that had skin like lizards and things like that. And he was part of a freak show um, for a while. And he didn't live very long. He lived kind of a short death. But he had this miserable, miserable life related to how his body looked. So... I started doing this healing on him and it was, he just released so much, just the shame and the pain, the suffering that he went through. I mean, it was hard to even have a friend. It was so, so horrible. I mean, it probably would have been better if somebody did him in, you know, but they didn't. So anyway, he, he just released so much and I infused so much you know, of divine self-acceptance and divine love and all of that. Um, But here's the interesting thing. (laughs) I'm working on him and releasing his stuff and in comes the twin, okay? The twin came in. I didn't call him in. And it turns out the twins, Joe and his twin were very, very close souls. They had a very close bond. And I they had... I believe they knew before the whole process that one of them wasn't going to make it. I didn't get the reason that they just made that decision, but in any case, the twin came in and he was so despairing. He was so felt so guilty and so horrible and he blamed himself for the the horrible life that Joe had had with that, him as the lump on the back. And he, he just, he was so devastated and in despair that I ended up doing a healing on the twin. So in essence, I'm healing the both of them because the imprint of that life was huge for both of them. The body image one, of course, for Joe, the twin, and I never got any kind of name, but the twin felt the shame of it, the despair, the guilt. Oh my gosh. So that life made an imprint on him too. So it was a slightly different image. It's a whole bunch of self blame and it's his fault. And he, you know, he, they should never have agreed to this and just really devastating. So I ended up doing a healing on both of them. Now, <laughs> around you know we do the healing so you know I spent quite a long time with him longer than maybe usual but everybody was like no worries you know we'll get our turn so I spent a lot of time on him because it ended up being two of them and afterward we everybody talks about what what happened there various healings and everything and I'm when it finally got to be Joe's turn he's like <clears throat> um Uh, 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 I don't really get it I mean I heard what you said but I don't really get it and one of the reasons is the higher self when they were giving me the information they never really connected it directly to the back they never said well this is the part because of your back problems and this that and the other they didn't say that so it was just this life came up and in some ways it seemed almost like why is that life there well, the interesting thing was the next day I had another meetup. It was a completely different kind of meetup. And Joe sometimes goes to that one too. And he came in with a big smile on his face and he said, you know, my back is so much better. He had been moved. He'd been moving and he had just really torn his, you know, wrenched his back really bad from moving all the heavy items the furniture and everything but he said it it is so much better so we he really appreciated even though in the moment he couldn't relate to this weirdo past life he appreciated it because it really helped his back now a few days later interestingly enough it came to me Joe is a wrestler and he wrestles in something called The Freak Show Wrestling. I mean, could that be a coincidence? (laughs) I don't know. He wrestles, and it's a comedic wrestling show, and it's called Freak Show Wrestling. So, I mean, you know, you never know. Anyway, guys, just to be clear, is we carry this stuff, these imprints from other lives. His hurting is back here. He came here and he mentioned it to me. Well it turns out it's a big issue for him. It was a painful sort of perfect storm life I call it, where and those imprints continue to step come forward as as you know until we neutralize them. They they fester there. They that magnetic energy that they carry continues to draw in things to manifest in the outer reality what it is what you carry in your energetics so so that you notice so he noticed his back hurt and he spoke to me so he was able to we were able to get to that that pattern but it isn't the only life where he's had problems where we've all had really significant lives where we have had problems and really insignificant lives where we've had some body image problems, but not too many. Maybe in some lives we actually matched what the standard was for beauty or for perfection or for status or whatever it was. Sometimes we did. So it's not like every single life we had problems with body image, but we've all had them be nuts out of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of lives. Trust me we've had them enough. So anyway, what we're going to do is we're going to do this, this little short healing on the issues of body image, because even if we accept our bodies now, for the most part, we still have those things in our mind. Oh, but I wish I had better legs, or I wish I had, you know, a fuller chest. Or I wish I had something, right? I was taller. I was shorter. I was thinner. I was heavier. Whatever. We have those. Those. I wish my hair was curly. I wish my hair was straight. Those things are. No matter how much we accept ourselves, we've had a history. Sometimes those things are getting less and less, and we accept ourselves more and more. But we still need to neutralize all of those judgments, all those criticisms all the pain that we felt from this life and other lives where we've had issues with a body image. So with that, checking the time, yeah, yikes. Um, yeah, we, we, <laughs> um, we have time. I, I'm gonna do the amalgamation first. We have the eye closed thing, I, if you can do it on your own, if you can do it on your own, or Whenever you're listening or you are watching the show, and you can shut your eyes, but you don't have to. But it helps with the focus of attention. Don't forget, you can use the healing over and over again. It isn't about having to do it just this once. As a matter of fact, it's a tool you have that I provide. I put it out there free of charge. You can do the body if you have. If you're someone who has a real problem with body image, get on. And do Over and over again. You you go backwards. So it's not like you're going back, but you're going to be just taking off more and more and more of the energetic layers that you've accumulated over so many lifetimes. So it is a very good thing to use this as a tool. Uh, Okay, so I'm gonna shut my eyes and I'm going to go through and activate the divine amalgamation. And the pieces are we amalgamate with the pure soul essence. Of both the fourth dimensional and the fifth dimensional soul. We were activate those pure soul, that pure soul essence in consciousness and stand in the center of the light that it symbolic light that is being created as the active pure soul essence by focusing on it. Remember we give permission to that divine light that each and every soul carries from the lowliest grain of sand to the highest, most evolved being. We are giving it permission to move into our reality. And it it starts to expand and it becomes one and merges and amalgamates with the totality of the body, every tissue, every cell, every organ, the totality and continues to expand past the body, moving into those energetic fields that I speak about a lot, feel it, sense it, imagine it, expanding to encompass the totality of all that you are, including yourself at the soul level. We are in the healings, we deal with the fourth dimensional facade soul, because that's what's picked up the energetics. Our true soul essence, that fifth dimensional part of ourselves, is helping with this process. We are going to become one and amalgamate with the totality of our conglomerate higher selves. And we're going to become one with the totality of everyone, past, present, and future listeners, higher selves. And I'm going to call in any other higher selves that care to join and help with this issue. I see many coming in, many, many higher selves coming in. it is, um, we're getting a lot of help. And this light puts out that call, remember, it puts out the call to souls in body and out. If they need or want or are ready for any of this divine light, they come in and partake of the light. I'm going to move the whole shebang, all of us into consciously into the center of the originating source of all there is, guaranteeing that we're tapped into the immense and infinite resource of this energy. It also guarantees that everyone will heal at the very highest level that they can reach at this moment in time. I'm seeing this incredibly amazing amount of light, a big array of light. I see legions of souls coming in to partake of the light. And uh, with that, I'm going to activate the rainbow bridge energy and create in front of me a symbolic platform of rainbow energy. Please, if I haven't talked about it before, I do need to keep going. So... um, it is one of the divine energies and it's very very positive and powerful so I'm creating a symbol for me because I want a conglomerate symbol and I want to call on a symbol a conglomerate symbol of body image problems on the and it's just coming in and it's like it's it's like there's a core and then from the core are all these like pointy things, so it's kind of like a ball, but not totally regular, and each pointy thing, or each spike, or each part that's coming out from the core, represents different types of of body issues, so there are weight issues, there's height issues, there's hair issues, there's skin color issues, there's shape issues, there's, you know, some are born strong, a lot of muscles, some don't have so much uh, muscle fibers it 's all sorts of issues known and unknown, and i don 't need to spend time on each spike, but let me tell you, there are many here, and they're ones related to women and ones related to men so the the men ones would be you know somewhat different you know they 're not tall enough, not strong enough, not fit enough, not whatever, you know, don't have good enough eyesight or the right color eyes or their ears stick out or uh, who knows, but not good for being a hunter or a soldier or whatever. And then there are women ones that deal with women issues. So we don't need to go into all of that. But now I want each and every one of you while you're sitting there to think, imagine, sense, feel, experience, or just say, I am releasing the, uh, poor body image issues that I carry and you can put in anything you see I'm not pretty enough I'm not tall enough I'm too fat I'm too thin I'm too misshapen one leg is smaller than the other I'm too uh, at the wrong skin color my hair isn't very nice my hair is too thin I'm getting bald you know, anything like that kind of thing. And I want you to also release, and these, these issues are coming from the core, the spikes are the specifics, where the body image comparison, the core is more like the shame, the, the horror, the self-loathing, the lack of self-acceptance, the lack of self-worth. I mean, how can we be worth anything if we don't meet the standard of beauty or perfection that is part of the society we live in. So those body image things, we think, reflect back on our worthiness, on our value, our importance. And we have that today, that if we don't look good, we don't have worth. It's like the looks validate us. Because we, if we fit in with a society, the looks validate, how we look validates our worth. Well, you all know that that just isn't so. Our worth comes from within, just by our beingness. There isn't some way we need to look in order to have worth. So let's release all the worthlessness, all the helplessness or hopelessness. Because if you're in a tall society and you're short, nothing you can do there's it's hopeless it's helpless so the the it's important to let go of the connection between body image and your own worth and the constant self-attack the constant self-denigration the constant comparing of the self to others let all of that go and i'm just seeing i'm seeing a lot of stuff being released the shame of it the wanting to hide The wanting to, um, not wanting, but the isolation, the loneliness that comes of it. Can you imagine this conjoined twin, Joe, his life was one of terrible, terrible loneliness and despair. So we want to let go of that loneliness, that isolation, that despair, feeling unlovable, feeling undeserving, uncared for, just feeling hated. So we want to release all that feeling, that horrible, horrible, despairing, discouragement, um, just just all the pain and the suffering, the pain and the suffering and the heartache and the heartbreak. Uh, I'm just seeing so many little vignettes. You guys are doing a great job. I hope that you work on it. Just keep releasing all of that stuff. And the time is up. So I want to call in the divine energies. We want to call in the divine uh, love, the higher heart consciousness energy, the divine acceptance, the divine um, worth. Now remember, divine love carries proper self-love, proper love of others and proper, yeah, proper self-love and proper love of others. Divine acceptance is the same, acceptance of self, acceptance of others. I want you all to release any judgments you've had about yourself and any judgments you've had about others, because there's guilt about that too. If we judge someone for how they look, we deep down don't feel good about it. It may be the way that everybody did it back then or or now, because judging and criticism is just part of the human kingdom. And it's a part that I work really hard to release from myself and from all those that I work with and to encourage everyone to release those judgments about the self and others. And so I want you to release that and that divine acceptance carries the self-acceptance proper self-acceptance and proper acceptance of others so and divine hope very important um, divine worth divine value divine serenity divine balance and harmony there's a divine understanding divine vision and expanded perception we want to bring in anything and everything that we can to help us with our own body image and also for us to help anyone else with their body image, to be supportive, to be loving, to be caring, to help them understand that their body is not any reflection of the worth and the goodness of who they are. So with that, I'm going to open my eyes. Um, I see the I saw the conglomerate symbol being enveloped with the with the energies the, the beautiful divine love and divine acceptance and divine understanding is just and divine balance and harmony harmony came in in music form so that was really cool music of course carries a tremendous amount of energy and the It just, I felt like that, as small and as short as this healing was, that it's going to help each and every one of you. There is a conglomerate cocoon being put on. Remember the cocoon helps us adjust to the healing and to any of the higher energies that the evolutionary thrust energy that I did a show on back a while back. I don't want you to forget these things. If you forget, go back. They're all indexed um, on Blog Talk Radio and they're all on your smartphone, Higher Self Voice, uh, radio. You'll get all of them. They're archived with what they're about. So if you can't remember some of it, go back and re-listen. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye. Don't forget, my email is JVvmRichmond at gmail.com. I just found out that my website has shut down. It's such a mess. I never talk about it. So that it shut down is upsetting, but I'll get it handled at some point. It's not something I know how to handle, particularly myself, but I'll find a way. And, but meanwhile, that email is good, jvvmrichmond at gmail.com. Please write me for any reason. And <clears throat> stay in touch. By the way, the, the smartphones, um, that podcast, that higherselfradio.com, you find the podcast on the iPhone, the Android and the um, oh gosh, what's the other one? Uh, anyway, the iPhone it comes automatically, but the Android app doesn't. You have to go into the App Store and bring and call ask for the podcast and um, app. And I think it's Castbox. So you you go on Castbox and it's free. So you can find me and review the shows anytime you want. And I will eventually get this one up on YouTube. Meanwhile, it's June is about to come up. I wish you a happy rest of the May and uh, a new June and I will be on next week. I already know my topic, (laughs) something that happened to me last night. In fact, Um, I found a pattern there I've never worked on. So it's so exciting to work on, to to discover it. And it wasn't me who discovered it. It was a friend of mine that I work with sometimes. And I'll tell you all about it next week. You're going to love it. You're going to love it, guys. Anyway, with that, I'm going to say goodbye. And again, thank you so much, everyone. You just The show is so important to me. And I thank you all for being part of it. With that, I have to do the outro. Janet is a catalytic artist, an award-winning author, a radio show host, and a healer. You can find her on her website, higherselfvoice.com, also on Amazon, Kindle, Facebook, YouTube, and on the podcast app on your smartphone. To reach her with questions or for a healing session, her email address is... JVVM Richmond at gmail.com.